All right. Cool. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Welcome to the long and short of it. Oh, you see, you did mix it up this week. Well, I won't be mixing up every time. <laughs> T- uh, Tom start did it really. the same eventually. Yeah, Tom did it different last week, right? I don't know. I'm Deanna. Uh, so- something. I'm Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we're back. Oh, I got to bring up the results of the poll from last week. I- I'll bring it up in That's the beginning. Right. We got to check in. Yeah, I got to check in. Uh, I forget what it was. Well, we did the Dwight one. Did we ever talk about that one? I don't think we did because of the no, guest. No, we were with Tom. We yeah. So I had a I had one that I had a poll. Sorry, I should specify on Instagram every week to advertise our new episodes on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Our episode talking about would you marry Dwight? Sixty five percent of people said they would not. I'm a little shocked. Yikes. I don't know if that was yeah. like mostly straight men or what, but like I'm shocked. Um, hey, what's the demographic? I should uh, I can look, but I'm not going to. Um, no, and then 63% thought you would be the one who would want to marry Dwight. Yeah, and they they were wrong. They were wrong. <laughs> I think everyone <laughs> thought I was drinking them, <laughs> or exactly. they thought, or they thought like there's no way Deanna could put up with Dwight. But in oh, reality, maybe. jokes on them. It would be. I hilarious. can. It would be. Yeah, it would be hilarious. So I definitely would. Um, and then last week's was who would I let pick a tattoo to put anywhere on me? When I posted this, I actually didn't really have an answer, but everyone else seemed to know because they, they picked you. <laughs> yep. No one had any confidence Sorry, Tom. in Tom, including himself. He did not vote. <laughs> he did not vote for himself. <laughs> I don't know if that's because in the episode I seemed more keen on choosing you or what, but um, maybe seventy four percent chose you. I don't think people realize that Tom and I have known each other just as long as you and I have known each other. Um, and we have also been still very good friends. Also, we're. I would say. You two are the my longest running best friends. And Skylar. Shout out to Skylar. Um, anyway, yeah. So those polls are be on the lookout for them every week. If you wanna <laughs> ever, you know, tell us how what you think about us, even though everyone seems to know. <laughs> I know. They're just on our life wavelength. Yeah. So what are we doing today? Today we're rotating our normal shticks, and we've made our way back to the hypothetical realm. And no, we, we carefully selected three hypotheticals for y'all. One of which is a nice little icebreaker, and then two that are going to be a little bit more in-depth. But, you know, we got a good range of questions and thought-provoking situations. Yeah. And, alright, you ready for the first one? And yes, I am. Yeah, I just blanked for a second and then I had to burp. So we're doing well. Um, wow. It's been a long day. Drove, it has been. Drove five hours today. Um, yeah. Oh, actually it was four and a half. I lucked out. Um, <laughs> oh. All right. So we're starting off with a... It could be dark or not. 
Which one of your fears would you choose to overcome if given the choice? Mm-hmm. So now I talked tricky. To, yeah. So I talked about my fear of natural disasters. And before we started recording, Tim was like, oh, you're going to talk about that. My answer is no, because I don't need to choose to overcome that. That's a waste because it's not affecting my daily life. I will. Everyone's True. afraid of it. It's not like it's like a atypical fear. I feel like everyone is afraid of that. It's not going to benefit me in any way to get that rid of that. If anything, it would make it worse because if I if there was a tornado coming and I was like, no biggie. Yeah, that's going to kill me. So I'm not going to do that. <laughs> well, I was just thinking the fact that it's more it so on about you. just the anxiety of it yeah. on your day to day of just like, oh, God, I hope the storm, the tropical storm doesn't like turn into a tornado. Cause apparently so, we had one pretty close to us in yeah. New Hampshire for like a second. Yeah, so do we. Um, well, my other ones have to do with anxiety too, but I feel like, well, I mean, I guess natural disasters are happening more now than ever, but whatever. I'm not so worried about those as much. Have, do you have any inklings? Of what yours is? Oh yeah, sure. You can guess what mine are. I was thinking about your own, but. I thought inkling was leading into, can you guess what mine is? Cause I, I don't know. You, did, have, you said it wasn't bug related. It's not. I, it, I did write down a, bugs just because I'm tired of being afraid of them. But because I feel like that would be useful. I would just like not, you know, have a fear of getting in a kayak if there's a spider in it. But true. I thought of you know. two other funnier ones. I was just curious if you had any too. Um, I don't have any funny ones. <laughs> oh, no. I just meant if you had any. <laughs> Um, I guess the, the first one that came to mind for me, which is just a little too real is overcoming just like the fear of rejection itself in every form of the matter of rejection. Just like thinking about now applying for jobs and just in like doing things that you're passionate about and you put all your energy into and then people just like reject you or you don't get the job or you put a lot of effort into making something from the ground up and it just never gets anywhere. Yeah. Like if I ever had like a real passion project that I was like, yeah, this is going to be real nice and successful. It's going to help a lot of people. And then it just falls flat. Like I feel like rejection is a lot of people's fear of trying new things or putting themselves out there because they're, they're getting that cold feet of just like, oh, I don't want to do this thing if no one's going to like me for it. And I right. think that was something I had a lot with just doing stuff like this, just like thinking about making a podcast. I was like, yeah, it'd be cool. And then just like with anything new that I decided to try and make and put out there, it was just the hesitating moments of just being like, oh, I don't I don't know if it's going to work out, but I'll try. Yeah. And I think I would have done stuff a lot earlier in my life if I didn't have that fear, I guess. Yeah. So you just remind, that's actually perfect because that's actually would be my serious one. I didn't have a serious one until you said that, which makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. I would say like as a spinoff of that, mine would be like afraid to do something new myself. Like 
Yeah. I feel like I do a lot of waiting sometimes on stuff I want to do that's mm. new or like I wait for someone else to do it with me. Um, yeah. Which I've been like really inspired recently by like some things I've been watching and reading and I've been making more decisions to like do things for myself and on my own or mm-hmm. like if I want to do it with someone else I choose to do it because one of the things that I've always valued is spontaneity and it's like one of I feel like all of my friends that I ha- keep close to me are all like have some level of spontaneity that push me to do new things mm. but then like in myself I don't seek it I don't try to develop it myself if that makes mm-hmm. sense like I'm yeah. like I can be like, you know, like I can be very spontaneous, like, oh, we should just go do this random thing. But it's never like super challenging out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. Um, versus like, I don't know, I feel like in like you constantly challenge my comfort zone. So because you, you just, yeah, <laughs> Tim's making a great face. Deanna, we're going to play Quelf and we're going to do oh. all the crazy things that are making you uncomfortable. I, Tom was way more embarrassed than I was. Yeah. I was, if, <laughs> like, I really wasn't embarrassed at all because it was you. And I was just like, there's no boundaries. But Tom was, yep. like, so, like, tense <laughs> for the first yeah. <laughs> we, we played this board game called Quelf. And it's basically, like, you have to do some, you have to act out some ridiculous scenario for no reason. And it's just, like... We had to do some crazy stuff. And at the end, Tom was like, I love this game. But in the beginning, he really did not like the game. (laughs) Yeah, we skipped a lot of cards that would just have you do the most, like, random things. Yeah. But, you know, other ones were like, hold an egg. So. Yeah. Yeah, you got some nice mixed bags of random things that we chose to do. (laughs) Yeah. Making our own rules. But, but yeah, I know oh, what you mean of just like surrounding yourselves yourself with people that you find qualities that you would like in yourself. Like you mm-hmm. want to be spontaneous. So you put people that are spontaneous around you so you can just be like, yeah, we're spontaneous together. Right. And then let that hopefully seep into your subconscious and you start doing it, too. And it definitely has. It's just like I want to push it further of just like not waiting because even on like a small level like I wanted to get back into art and I was just like so concerned about paying for markers because I was just Mm -hmm. like oh like it's a lot of money and what if I don't commit to it and it's like well if I just decide I want to commit to it then it's you know it's not a big deal then I'll commit so yeah I mean that's not even like spontaneity but it's just like you know getting into something new versus like if it was like one like if it was one of my friends and they brought it up of us to do together i'd be like yeah of course but it, like mm-hmm. for me to just do something for myself has always been like a i i don't know i it's it, it is a fear i guess of just like fear of i guess failure i'm not very good at handling yeah failure. i would say that's kind of just like the synonym for what i was trying to say with fear yeah, with of rejection the rejection of just like yeah. putting time and effort into something and like you said, if you bought all those markers and then used them for like a week and then you're just like, oh, yeah, that was depressing. Yeah, I always put that's that's the thing. I don't really like I'm not very good with failure. I've always worked very hard to get where I am. And anytime there's any inkling of failure, I start to panic. So 
That would probably be the serious answer. Um, mm-hmm. My non-serious answer was uh, the fear that I have left something unlocked. Uh, <laughs> I thought true. you might. I thought you might like that because no, I. No, that's a little too specific. I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs> no, I, I just thought you time. would like it because. No, I do is... like it. That's yeah. very you. <laughs> I cannot leave, and and Tom would laugh at this too because when we were driving to you, uh. I went before I got in the car, I walked back to the door and Tom from the car was like, are you checking to see if the door's locked? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I Jeez. don't know how to like leave my apartment or specifically the big thing is my car. I never know if I've locked my car with the alarm. So every, I think my catchphrase of living in the apartment with Tim was, did I beat my car? Did I beat my car? And Tim's like, yes, yes, I don't know. And then I, sometimes even if he says yes, I'll still do it anyway. Like, <laughs> yep. incessantly. I, I just am like always so afraid that something's unlocked. Um, And then my other one was like a mix between serious and not was unknown sounds. I'm, mm. I like feel like every time I hear yeah. a sound, I have to know what it is before I can like rest. Which God. you also experienced because like you would like tap yeah. on the table and I'd be like, what was that? And you'd be like, it was this, it was this, it was this. <laughs> yeah. That definitely stems from my family. They, they, my, my dad does the same thing. And like we had fireworks going off the other night and my dad like rushed to the window and it's like, yeah, I was yeah, visiting my family. Dad. I'm, I'm not with, <laughs> I was not with them currently, but, or I am not with them currently, but yeah. But yeah. that that makes sense. You guys are definitely in a much more controlled environment, so you know what to expect. I'm in the woods where uncounted four sounds is pretty commonplace, so I just accepted it. See, I feel like that would scare me more. Like I would be I like, know. I have I have to know. Like <laughs> But I'm saying like it like you said, it's because of your parents also just growing up with that same like sentiment of always mm-hmm. needing to know the sounds whereas like here you would spend literally all of your Forever mental energy just going out. through the woods being like oh it was a fox this whole time i had to track them down 10 miles yeah. into the woods to find them yeah we didn't have that many uncommon sounds if it wasn't traffic or yeah you know a car or something i just said the same thing but i'm thinking i have traffic behind my house and then there's cars <laughs> in the neighborhood um or like birds. You, know, you get some birds birds or People in a pool, something like that. Yeah, I lived a very suburban life. Um, no shrieking foxes. I definitely feel like I would love to get rid of the anxiety of that I left something unlocked. I I think that would like I would love to get rid of that because it's just so inconvenient. It it literally yeah. plagues me. Like I will be in the car fifteen minutes away from my ha- apartment and I'm just like I don't remember if I locked the door and like it's different now because living alone is like worse because i don't have someone to text to be like can you check mm-hmm. if the door is locked or whatever or if someone's home then i don't have to worry about it at all exactly inconvenient but but anyway that's something my sister also has ingrained into her personality she would always check if her car was locked even after pressing it five times yep. and she'd be like tim watch me i'm locking it right now and then walk like five feet and she'll be like I got to check the door. I'm like, okay. I don't know where this came from, but 
yeah, it's it's a weird, almost OCD, just not it's, trusting any of your instincts unless you physically are mentally conscious yeah. of you checking it. Yep. And like... The doors, I don't even like... I have multiple doors here, and it's like doors I don't even touch for weeks. I'm like... I'm leaving and I don't know if I locked it. It's like, yeah. it, it hasn't been unlocked in a month. So, <laughs> um, anyway, I digress. Um, <laughs> you choose what our next one is. Oh, okay. Um, well, since we went to some pretty grounded rules of life and stresses and anxieties, we can go to our more fantastical hypothetical which is if you had a handful of modeling clay and whatever you made would become a would become real until you willed it back into clay what would you use it for and what would you make okay so this already is just awesome because tim and i both took a clay class Mm Mm-hmm. it's very fitting and you have some clay yeah, but it says I can only have a handful. Yeah, but I don't even have a handful of clay here. Well, they would give you some. I know. In this hypothetical. I have a whole bag, and it's just sitting downstairs. Yeah. Um, okay, so my first question is, can it do living things? Are we including living things? Yeah. Okay, then I would make mini dogs. Just I knew like, that was going to be your go-to. <laughs> that sounds so cute. You could have like <laughs> little little pocket dogs just for like stress relief. You could play with them and then you could put them away. Yeah. It would be all the nice things about having a dog without needing to take care of it long term. That too. I could just put it away as soon as it requires assistance. Yeah. Well, My it's biggest... clay, so at least it won't need to like go out to use the bathroom or anything. Well, it would... <sighs> We become real, right? So, like, would it be, like, I mold it and then poof, it becomes, like, real? I just, I chose real as sentient, but it didn't have to follow the rules of, or, of organic cool. matter. That's even better. I was still yeah. w- willing to do that. Um, I feel like mini dogs would be cute. I mean, like, you could do, like, tools, obviously, but that seems lame. Yeah, that's The other lame. thing I was thinking of was, like, tickets to like concerts or like sports games you could just More like money man i wasn't going that far <laughs> i only have a handful what am i gonna get ten dollars <laughs> well if you make like a money printing machine oh <laughs> and just get some real counterfeit action i would like out. to wish for more wishes please <laughs> <laughs> yes i'm gonna mold a genie <laughs> And ask if for I more can, wishes. <laughs> can I mold some modeling clay that makes modeling clay more modeling clay, <laughs> more magical modeling clay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> until I have fifteen pounds? <laughs> yes. And then I can make a jet with only fifteen pounds. Apparently. I mean, it could be a lighter weight <gasps> jet. Wait, can I make hover boots with the clay? It's only a handful, I guess. It's a handful. It'd be like hover sandals. <laughs> Still pretty cool. Um I would definitely do I would definitely do mini dogs. I would do like I would definitely do like concert ticket things or 
I don't know. You could do like jewelry. That might be fun. Yeah. Make um. Yeah, have you thought? Oh, of- you said mini. You said mini dogs. My my first thought was just like any small sized Pokemon. Oh wow, that's adorable. Coming come into reality or you could just make, make the pokeball. Oh, right. You could make anything. Yeah. So I would just make a pokeball and just think of the pokemon that would come out of it and then it would just Can I make a really small wand from Harry Potter? This is like our 10th video mentioning Harry Potter, but I'm sorry. But like <laughs> how cool would that be? Um I think it, if it's a handful of clay and you roll it out to the size of a wand, I don't I think it could be actual size. It'd probably be like super thin, but yeah. Well, Depends. if you had my Actually, handful, yeah, good your point. handful would be smaller. Yeah. That oh, a little Pokemon that would be so cute. Yeah, could actually have a nice little little Pokemon buddy come to life, be a real Pokemon because I willed him to be real. I'm gonna so cute. I'm gonna mold an Animal Crossing villager. My favorite right. one, Billy the Goat, just because. Billy the Goat. Just so I can talk to him. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like all the cool stuff would just be like modeling animals to bring to life. Like, can you imagine like a little mini giraffe? What about baby Groot? Oh, that would be cute. Yeah. Could I do like action figures? Could I make like a tiny yeah. Iron Man? Yeah, it could be a night at the museum. But how? Okay, so here's the other thing, though quality is it like it becomes realized based on the quality that i've made it or does it guess how what i was trying to represent and then make it like what if you Hmm. made like a really jacked up jigglypuff where it's like super like squished and all right well first of all you're doubting my abilities of making a goddamn sphere with triangles (laughs) (laughs) for ears i'm gonna make kirby (laughs) Uh, uh, I don't know. Mm. If you had a handful of mockery. Yeah, whatever you made, I guess. Yeah, I mean, you could interpret it both ways. It could be just the how how good you can actually craft it, how accurate it is. Or it could be if you were making it and you willed it to your imagination. Yeah. So even if it didn't translate, it, it could be either or. It would be funnier if it was based on quality. I think I think I like the idea that it would be based on quality, which is funnier because you only have a handful of clay to get detail in. So <laughs> Yeah. You need some but it, nice it, it would fine still have tools. like if if say it was like a you know, a sentient like a pokemon or some type of I feel like it would still have like the same personality and it would still be great. It just would look a little un unpretty. Well, That's not a word. What if its personality reflected how well it was? So if I made like a little oh. Pichu, but it was like really deformed, so it like almost acted like a zombie. Oh God, that would be <laughs> terrible. You wouldn't want to make but, stuff nearly as much. Well, maybe if I had the it's, craft to make it look bad, and then got that. Literally, the embodiment of Doodle Bob. Doodle Bob. That's true. Could you Maybe make? Car- I guess you could monster. make like cartoon characters. So I could make like SpongeBob. Yeah, or Doodlebob. 
Yeah, no, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> It'd be difficult, though, molding it in clay. Molding a tiny dog would be hard if it was based off your quality. Cause, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know animal, how I would get a dog out of it. Animals are hard to make. I know. You'd be like, yeah, this is a dog, and everyone would be like, that's a horse. <laughs> <laughs> Which would still be cool. <laughs> I was going to say that earlier, like little mini racing horses that you could just have them race across your desk. I'm just imagining having these little things like as my little like pets on my desk while I'm working. Yeah. That'd be so so cute. You get to play God for just like all these tiny animals and be like, all right, you guys, I need to focus on working back, back in the clay you go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And you have to remake it every time. That'd be so annoying. But. See, my problem is if I did that, I would get too attached and then it would be, I would never have any more modeling clay. Like I would never want to kill the thing or right. like mush it back into whatever. Because then it would, it would get like super deep and philosophical of like if you made the mini giraffe like you said, but then you had to like mold them back, yeah. but then you made them again and be like, are you the same? Are you <laughs> the same personality, soul and everything? Or are you new? Do you remember me? Yeah, I don't know. Okay, well, I feel like we're missing like something big. We got hung up on animals. Like, I'm curious, like, if you made food, could you eat it? And then you would lose all the clay, right? Yeah. That's stupid. I wouldn't do that. I, I yeah, mean, I don't know. we did say I'm... use it for slash make. Yeah. I don't know why I'm saying that's stupid, because it was my own idea. But, <laughs> um... Yeah, I don't know. And your know. ideas are not stupid. <laughs> I don't know what else I would make. Um, You could make any sort of like household thing that you might just need and just don't want to go out of your way to buy if it's like something minor. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, if you I know like to... how to craft it at least. I brought my bike back from my house uh back to my apartment and to get it in my car i had to take off the front tire and then Mm -hmm. my dad gave me two wrenches to put it back on so but i felt bad because they're his so i this would be the perfect case where i could just morph it into that (laughs) and i wouldn't have had to take his on a very mediocre first world white people problem (laughs) it's something you could make your own Switch if you're like, man, I don't want to buy a $300 console and then get a $60 game. But from a game. handful of clay? I don't think it would make the whole thing. I feel like... I think it be- would. I would that's, do the uh, games. Well, you could so do the small. games, too. You could make, like, 50 of them. Yeah. But I'm saying you could also do the same for, like, the Switch Lite. That's smaller. It's more mm. compact. Or like I think it's you possible. Could, you could make new Joy-Cons since you're stuck currently. I mean, my gray ones are doing okay. It's it's the colored ones. I think I just use them too much. I still need to get... See, the, I could get clay, create a <laughs> canister of compressed air. Because I, I still haven't tried that. Oh, gotcha. I don't, I don't have any here. So that's something I want to at least try before I throw them out or just like leave them here forever. As a side tangent. But that that would just be like one of the things is you get some handy dandy tools for whatever you need. Yeah. I guess I would also do like, I don't know. 
like knickknacky things just to like have for fun. Yeah. You it's, could. It's hmm. difficult because it's only a handful. Like, oh, like if it was more than that, I'd be like, I'm gonna make a jet. <laughs> or like, a, I'm gonna make just... parts of a jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make individual. I'm gonna make a a little figurine. <laughs> well, if it's something like mechanically complex, like a jet, do you think you would have to? No. Even if you were making like a miniature size. <laughs> And you still wanted it to fly on its own. Oh, you God, have to no. know all the all the things that go into it. <laughs> no, I I assumed it would just be a blob. Um, what was that? I forget what episode it was of a SpongeBob where it's like, oh, it's the one where work with the Krusty Krab becomes mass marketed, and yeah, and it it's that slop on the end. like when you take a bite, mm-hmm. it's gray, gray slime. That's what I imagine is the inside of these things. <laughs> oh. Gross. I loved how that episode was just a a nice jab at McDonald's. That was terrifying because that dude, that green fish dude with the glasses, I forget his name. He's creepy. Um, You don't remember him, do you? It was the guy who ran the conveyor belts and he had like a really annoying high-pitched voice. Google it (laughs) after this and you'll know why. Okay. Um, (laughs) I'm like looking around my room to figure out like what I would... What I would morph things into. Probably like stuff that like I just, I always run out of, but like I never want to buy. Yeah. But, oh wait, but then it would waste it. See, I was thinking like tape, but that would run out of the the clay. It would have to be something that can't be reused. Hmm. I I would, I would, I think I would make nude pairs of sunglasses for me. Like different styles and stuff because I rely on them so heavily to not be blind. Or like stuff like that. Like if I forgot my contacts case. Wow, this is such a lame. Like we're so boring. (laughs) Put clay on your eyes. (laughs) I meant just the case. But yeah, sure. (laughs) Oh my God. They're so small you get so many out. Can I make myself new eyes so I could see 2020? Hey, there we go. There's some creative thinking. I mean, I'm Just sticking with the animals. I, I, I would love <laughs> to have like a mini. Like imagine if you had like a mini cow and then you can have milk. Or like, <laughs> I guess I don't really drink dairy milk anymore. But Or like a mini chicken and then you got little eggs. How adorable would that be? Or those eggs. Become part of the clay? That... I don't I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But, would that but be maybe, finite? But could they, like, lay the eggs and then have chicks? And they got little baby chicks, and they're even smaller than the chickens? I think I would do that. <laughs> then that... they get lost. Yeah. they get too small. Imagine, like, oh, it'd be so cute. Like, imagine, like, a little hamster or, like, a sea turtle. I want it to be an animal. That's what I want. <laughs> Good. I think an animal is a fantastic answer because... It would suit your needs perfectly of not having to commit to taking care of all the animals' needs. Yeah. And they would just be there for you. Yeah, and it'd be a pocket one. So, like, I could just slip them in and take them to work. Yeah, put them in your little pocket. Oh. Put them in a lunchbox. (laughs) (laughs) Let them nibble on a potato chip. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm going to do right, that. All right, buddy, I'll take you out at lunch, and then we'll get to walk around and have some fun. <laughs> walk around, and it, they're walking around is on my desk? Yeah. Or you take oh. them, if you want to get off your desk, you could just, like, take them into the living room and go on the table. Oh, right, because you're scenery. assuming I'm still working from home, which I am currently. Woo. Yes. Um. Okay, cool. All right, so we're going to make animals. I'm down. I'm down Screw for some being animals. Practical. Pfft. Yeah, I guess you could make a dagger or whatever. Stab, stab. If you really need to. Oh yeah, I guess I could. Or like, or like a yeah. pistol or something. If you really needed that for whatever reason. Oh, I was thinking pepper spray, but I again the logistics taser. of like. Mm. Oh, a taser! I said pepper spray. <laughs> taser spray. Taser spray. <laughs> like, at that point, like, with... Okay, so, if it's, like, pepper spray... If it's something aerosol, would, like, the little, like, air particles <laughs> be minute parts of clay that are losing Probably. my handful? See, I would yeah. not do that. See, yeah. I'm, I'm, like, worried at every point now that I'm wasting some of it. Yeah. But then, could you say that for the same for, like, the dogs? Like, if the dog poops in your hand, you're like, crap, that's clay. I guess I would just keep it and mush it together again. Yeah, or I was thinking that they just don't do bodily functions that other animals mm. need. Like it wouldn't need to eat or drink, and therefore wouldn't need to pee or poop. What would, I'm trying to think, like what? Yeah, I'm trying to think of like a cool, oh, uh, like a little bird. This weekend, side tangent. Bird saw a dude mm-hmm. walking around with a parrot in the middle of the street, and it's massive. And he had one of those like bird gloves where like. It yeah. protects your arm from the claws or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like I was driving, I wasn't driving, I was in the car and I asked my family if they saw the guy and they were like, what are you talking about? We didn't see him. I'm like, that- I know he was real. I-, I just can't believe you missed him. It was this giant blue like macaw. Ooh, it was pretty. Like, the-, the tail was like halfway down his body. It was massive. And he was just like, it wasn't like backwoods it was literally on like a suburban street i don't know where he was going maybe he's related to that woman that skylar and i saw that also had a parrot in bristol oh like two summers ago remember i told you like skylar and i got ice cream and then we sat by the water and this lady just like came up to skylar with a parrot oh and there was just no like i a don't group remember this i remember that oh, moment really? of you getting ice cream but i don't remember the bird part oh i thought i showed you a picture and everything too Oh, maybe you did, and my memory is it was the size a red of a parrot. peanut. Maybe you'd make yourself a nice, bigger hippocampus. Oh, okay. Shove and that in just... there. Yeah. Yeah, could I... Hmm. I'll just, like... Yeah. I was going to say <laughs> get myself, like, something to record everyone's conversations, but that's called my phone. <laughs> oh, that's something I could do. I could get myself a new phone. Um... That's true. Oh, no. You know what I would do? I would use it to get the stupid dongle that (laughs) has the headphones and the thing whenever I need so I don't have to buy it. Um, There you go. But that's a very lame request, so I'm not going to. I'm going to go stick with dog. (laughs) Okay. So, our last one on a less funny note is five years ago. How do you think you would have answered the question, where do you see yourself in five years? 
If it's not where you are today, are you happy with the changes? Hashtag deep, deep. What's, what's your short answer, Tim? The long and the short. What's the short? Oh, shit. Uh, I wasn't ready. As we were wrapping up the summer after freshman year, we would be going into our sophomore year of college. Um, By that point, maybe we... I think we already had like a meeting at school about the master's program. So I think I, at that point, I still would have probably gone for my master's. If I was asked where I would see myself in five years. Hmm. If... Hmm. I was very unsure of where my life was heading come, like, senior year of high school to, like, probably sophomore year of college. So I'm not sure what I would have said, honestly. I probably would have been like, well, I'll be done with college in at least four years, or three years at that point. And didn't really know too much about the whole internship gig or job gig. So I probably would have just been like, uh, I don't know. I'd probably try to find something as I'm living at home and doing something. Because this was before I even had like any, I think any real YouTube channel. Because it was 2015 and I started my drum YouTube channel, Shameless Plug, in 2016. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So like I didn't even have like any aspiration of like oh i want to i want to get famous on youtube or something because I, I don't think i was in that mindset at all and i'm still not but i wasn't creating content by that point so i probably would have been like as long as i'm not dead i yeah. see myself alive and graduating school and that happened uh I would say I'm happy with the changes since my life definitely got more direction, figuring out what architecture school entailed and then heavily encouraged to get internships throughout undergrad and then making those connections and getting scholarships where I got to meet people that were in the workforce was really cool and getting to meet a lot of my professors that Help me just like build a bigger world view of what life is kind of all about. I think I'm better off than where I was in post freshman year of college headspace of just not knowing what I was supposed to do with my life. Yeah, I feel like some people had issues with our school, but I met the best people I've ever met there. So yeah. I can't complain. And I learned a lot. Um, to get the elephant out of the room, I don't think anyone anticipated being stuck in quarantine five years ago. So I did not expect that, um, personally, (laughs) I Mm. feel like I, if I had asked myself five years ago, if I would be where I am now, I would probably say yes. Um... I don't know. I think I would not have seen myself living alone. Like, I thought I would have had a roommate, which is a good thing because Mm -hmm. five years ago, I wouldn't have said that I would have been able to live alone, but I actually like it a lot. Um, Nice. 
So that's like a positive. Um, I would say I'm happy with all of the changes. Um, I would say on like a relationship level, like I've definitely lost some friends I didn't expect to. Um, mm. But I also gained ones that are way better that I didn't expect to either. At least it's And I've also positive. kept some. <laughs> what, no, what I lost say? all and gained every. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? I said at least it's a net positive. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, see, it's it. Yeah, it's tough because like I feel like from freshman year I knew we would be friends for whatever how long. It's never yeah. ending. I'm sorry. There's no ending for you there's in sight. No ending. There's no ending. Yeah, you're trapped forever. <laughs> so I feel like. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty much doing exactly what I thought I would. I always plan to, you know, work and live in Rhode Island after college. And that's what I'm doing. Look at me. My name's Deanna. I'm so cool. I plan my life five years in advance because <laughs> that's how organized I am. And I have things that I want and I know how to get them. Look at me go. <laughs> See, I was going to say, I actually don't normally plan that far in advance. I just kind of have like a rough outline, but I'm never like, I got to get to this point. I'm kind of just like, ah, yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. I, I, I know that. people that like are like to the T. This is where I want to be at this point in time. And it's like, I, right. I don't have the time that I'm already stressed about things. I don't need to be stressed like that. It's just like you need to be a little bit more easygoing because things yeah, change. It's so restrictive. You, no one saw this pandemic happening for instance and i think yeah. it just set everybody's plans off course the thing that i like always tell any of my friends anytime they're like worried about like like i i have told i don't know if i've specifically told you but i've told uh, a few of our other friends that are like still looking for jobs and they're worried and um i've just talked about it in general which is like people that are anxious about like what's to come after graduation stuff I always say that, like, my life last year is completely different now than it was... Or, sorry, my life now is completely different than it was last year and the year before that. Like, each year, mm -hmm. I'm always at a spot where, like, something is completely different that, like, I wasn't expecting. And it's typically always, like, some... Like, a person or two, like, always rotates out of my life and it's always, like, very, like, weird because... Like, the previous year, they were super important, but now I'm like, oh, I've got someone else that's just as important. Like, just new people keep fluctuating in and out of our friend group sometimes. And, mm -hmm. um, But recently, it's mostly just been, like, gaining, um, which yeah, is always just nice. just meet people. And friendships aren't always meant to just last forever. Yeah. People but change. But I'm just saying, like, whenever people... Because even, like, when I got my job it was like I was really worried about getting a job and then suddenly yeah. the next like the one week I was super stressed and then the next week I had signed my contract and it's like that's what I always try <laughs> to remind people that are worried is like literally anything can change on a dime and yeah it's just like it it opportunity is coming um <laughs> well they could spin that and say that's what I'm terrified about is everything can change on a dime Oh, and it makes see, them more think, nervous. See, I don't think that way. 
I always assume that like if something bad happens, it means that something good is going to happen. Eventually. Yeah. Law of averages. Yeah. So I feel like I never planned so far in advance because that would just stress me out. Um, but am I happy with the changes? Um, no. Yeah. Because I got to go to Italy. Yeah. That was also something. I don't think I, I like always said I wanted to do abroad, but I didn't know if it was actually going to be possible, you know, whether financially yeah, I didn't or either. just logistically. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know if, like I kept saying it, but I didn't know if I would actually do it. So that was a good thing. Pushed myself to do that. Um, which like wasn't really hard because I went with all of my friends. So. That spontaneity group collective mindset. Yeah. Which was kind of like a big deal because that was where our friend group like expanded. We yeah we kind of went with only like five of us and I wasn't it wasn't any of I wasn't really friends with any of the girls at the time and like just only like a couple and we weren't super close and then it was mainly us it was me and then the guys <laughs> like you're <laughs> me and the guys yeah and then we gained a bunch from from abroad so it was nice yeah when you're all trying to survive together you hunker down and you cement friendships and they definitely last for at least a while if not for the foreseeable future because that's when we definitely got to know the most amount of people in the most like intimate of spaces living together and figuring out how they live what their schedules are like their personalities when they're hungry tired upset things aren't going their way and Everybody yeah. just sa- sharing the same struggle of trying to figure out themselves in a foreign country, but also trying still to doing get school. on a bus without any knowledge oh, of the language. <laughs> yeah, the best parts. Yeah, I can't think of anything else. Like, what? What was there any like big change that we had like at school? Because um, that's. Obviously, for us, was during college, so. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think about. I would say just the... I think we were just starting to pick up wind of, like, study abroad stuff. Sophomore year. But by freshman year, I wasn't really even thinking about it. But then I think my sister was talking about it to me, being like, Oh, man, if you get the opportunity, you gotta go. Like, I, she didn't get to for her major, but some of her friends did, and some of them didn't choose, chose not to do it, either for financial or personal reasons, and then some of them got to, and then they just came back being like, you gotta go! Yeah, it's but. definitely worth it. I feel like I knew where I would be in five years more then than I do now. That sounded very illiterate. Um... Like, I have no idea where I'm going to be in five years from now. But when I was a sophomore, I could probably have expected that I would be here. Well, yeah, the, the, the formula of going to school and then getting a job, and especially if you were just like, I like Rhode Island, I wouldn't mind getting a job here. Yeah. And that, that's pretty cemented. When I was 
18, 19 at that time. I had like oh my god, no, I no You're idea. You're only what... nineteen. Kill me. Yeah, sorry. And we made decisions about our lives. <laughs> yeah, I feel like man the the difference between eighteen and twenty four is like absurd. massive. Yeah, like I mean any any stretch of time since we're still so young is like still super different, but. Oh yeah. Especially when you're a college now between setting and you have all that high school. Yeah. Completely different. I don't yeah, like I don't know. At that point in time I I still wasn't I would say the biggest things that were just like obstacles in my life at nineteen were just like after going to school and getting into college. It was just like that whole fear of like, oh God, once I have my car and I have to start driving myself and then I have to like learn public transportation because I've never had to really use it outside of like a few occasions because I don't live in a city. I live in the woods and we don't have buses for woods. And yeah, it was just like a lot of those not knowing what to do with myself once I move because I knew at least... Maybe I didn't have a specific direction in mind, but I knew that I wasn't going to be staying home to, like, pursue a career. So right. I was just getting flooded with all the anxieties of needing to figure all of these things out, like, right now. Yeah, I kind of remember that. That summer, whenever we would, like, talk, you'd be like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And it was at least by sophomore or junior, sophomore year, when I brought my car. That was, like, the first time I really drove out of the state. You brought your car junior or senior year. Like, it was either after Italy or... I think it was after Italy. I think so, too. But just, like, the thought of driving my car out of state. Because that was when I had my first car that was, like, really shitty. And I was very worried about driving it anywhere, like, longer than an hour and a half one way was that this did you have the same car you do now no i had a camry that was like 2000 i don't remember anything about that car besides the fact that you couldn't put the window down without it not going up <laughs> that's all i remember about it i don't even remember what it looked like i just remember it had the, car the it had the black ski racks on top kind of made it that's, look like a cop car that's not helpful at all <laughs> It's like the car I have now, except it was kind of thinner. And yeah. it was, I would say it was more rectangular. God, I don't, I barely remember it. I, yeah, it was, I, it was I think gray. I have a... Both my cars are gray. <laughs> yeah. So they anyway. look similar. But, um, but yeah, at that, at that age, I guess I'm just trying to say that I was very aimless, especially just like, senior year and high school for me was just like super turbulent and I was just like I don't know what to do with my life and all these things in my life are happening and I also got to apply for college and I'm also moving into a different place that I've lived in for like the past five years so this is all exciting but also nerve-wracking yeah that was definitely one of the yeah yeah so I'm definitely in a much more structured situation where I kind of know what I want to do and I at least have like 
more things that I like doing, bringing it back to the spontaneity discussion we had before, of just, like, forcing myself to do more productive things, more artistic expressions and hobbies that I always thought would be fun doing, but when I was younger, I either wasn't confident in doing or just didn't make time to do. Yeah. I'm definitely happier that I did them and I'm doing them. Yeah, I feel like I have been able to handle my own more. I feel less of a child. (laughs) Definitely. Oh, my God. (laughs) 18 was like the prime... I'm super independent mom. And then you go out and you're just like, actually, um, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I don't know how to pay for a bus ticket. Yeah. I mean, study abroad was definitely the turning point, at least for me, of just being like proving to myself, all right, I could live on my own since I had to. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you didn't have a smartphone, so that was yep. like, must have been wild. Yeah, it's weird. I guess when I was 19, I definitely wouldn't have thought I would have a smartphone because <laughs> I didn't. That's true. That You really didn't see that in your future at all. Yeah. No. I remember I was, I was like, just oh, like, when are you going to get one? When are you going to get one? And you were like, probably never. <laughs> I mean, you didn't say yeah. that, but. And then you got it literally the birthday after. Yeah. When we came back from yep. study abroad. Because I Which specifically like, remember. So um, inconvenient. <laughs> I know. It was a little poorly timed, but I remember I had the hand-me-down, like, iPhone 4 that wasn't used as a phone, just as an iPod, and I remember when we were studying abroad, I was Snapchatting Thomas and Tyrus pretty regularly, and then just, like, one day I went to go check it in the morning, and it was like, oops, we no longer service this outdated version of Snapchat, (gasps) and I couldn't update it, so I was like, well... I'm screwed. <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. <laughs> it was like towards the end, so it wasn't like a super big deal, but it was probably like a at least three weeks without Snapchat. So I was like, all right, back to Facebook Messenger whenever I am home in the apartment or find Wi-Fi. And it was upsetting. Oh, wait. Actually, I think I do remember that. Yeah, that was a, that was a struggle. I, yeah. I just remember you using my phone to facetime your mom <laughs> yeah yep Good or times. like she would contact me if she was like is tim alive i mean he yeah. wouldn't she wouldn't say that but <laughs> it's basically the gist she was getting yeah. at <laughs> can you tell I'm me calling my because you alive? guys aren't in school right now i know you're on a field trip with no wi-fi is my son alive <laughs> i'll never get over us wasting all of my data the first yeah. day that it got renewed just oh, so we could pick our schedule for school <laughs> God, <it's laughs> on like, a trip that had no wi-fi uh picking classes was a struggle it was like it you was gotta a be life on top or of your death <laughs> yeah then you get stuck with the professors or the classes you didn't want by any yeah. means necessary oh god okay well i think we so basically in some Tim and I want to mold dogs out of clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to get rid of our fear of being failures, and <laughs> yes. and we feel like and we feel like we've done a pretty good job over the past five years. <laughs> pretty good, definitely yeah. better than most. 
We're not failures, Tim. Exactly. <laughs> Got nothing to worry about. We just, uh, I put my master's degree finally in in that billfold they gave us for undergrad. Mm-hmm. Because we didn't get ours this year because we didn't get a graduation. So, you know, heaven right. forbid they send us that. So now I have that. But that yeah. proves I'm less of a failure, right? Yeah. <laughs> cool. I still got to get a frame for my diplomas. Oh, Thanks you for reminding just... me. Yeah, you're welcome. How many time, <laughs> How many frames have you bought this summer? It's been like six. Oh, my God. Not even. It's uh, been like 10. It'll be 10 by the time you get your... Uh, at least six. What? I got to go out and get some this weekend. All right. About... This is the the adult portion of the podcast where we talk about our chores and errands that we have to do. <laughs> I bought six frames and one scrapbook. Nice. In like the past month. <laughs> I got to get an office chair soon. So we're really killing it. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I got to do right. that too. Well, let us know if you, you know, think that you've gotten to... I can't talk. I'm I'm literally going <laughs> to pass out in two seconds is basically what's going to well, happen. let us know if you... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and then the episode just cuts. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, let us know if you're happy with yourself after five years, if it's where you want to be. And if not, do some self-reflection. Or, yeah. you know, maybe on the fun side, what would you mold into clay? Think can you tell me if you could think of something better than an animal? Because I can't think of anything better than an animal. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't know why I just thought about this. As we're in closing, for anyone that's listening and also you too, Deanna, I just remembered there's like a, I don't remember the name of the website, but there's a website where you can email yourself like (gasps) a letter and then just say like, send it to me in like X number of years. I remember I think I I tried it once. We should do that. Yeah. Do that for now and for the next five years and say these are my plans are they better <laughs> are they what worse what if I like deactivated my email yeah I do it to my I, personal email that wouldn't but. happen I have like three emails and I've had one since I was eight um whoa yeah I, do, I don't even use it it's when yahoo was a thing yahoo um yeah look out for my poll that I will be putting up. I will decide two minutes before I post it <laughs> what it is. And yep. you'll hear about the results on the next week's episode. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah. None of my polls are planned ever. I <laughs> I text Tim, this is what I'm posting. And then yep. I post it <laughs> two minutes before it goes up. It's the thing to look forward to, though. It's always yeah. a treat. Yeah, I like that people... Always choose the weird answers for you. Mm-hmm. And then they're wrong sometimes, and it's fun. You got to keep them <laughs> on their toes. They got to be quicker yeah. than that. Well, thanks for joining us on the long. In short. Of. It. Bye. Boom, boom, boom. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>